Don't look back because the market is closed. Hello, everyone. This is Kip Herridge with your daily VRA Investing System podcast where we cover in just a few minutes what happened in the markets today. But more importantly, at least from our viewpoint, we, uh, we get into what the VRA Investing System is telling us about what's going to happen in the markets going forward. And we do have a lot to talk about today. We're going to try to keep it short and sweet as much as possible. After yesterday's pretty calamitous 600-point loss in the Dow Jones, which really robbed a lot of the recent positive energy we've had. Of course, most of that was tied to the Apple warnings and to the, the sharp of 5-6% loss in Apple stock yesterday. It took the rest of the tech sector down with it. So today we saw some moderation. Let's talk about that. The Dow Jones did close down 100 points today, well off its lows though, uh, closing at 25,286, down four-tenths of 1%. S&P 500 was slightly better, down uh, two-tenths of 1% at 2722, down four points. NASDAQ, all over the board today, actually closed almost exactly flat, uh, 0.01% uh, uh, loss. Uh, that's a close of 7200 on the NASDAQ. And the Russell 2000 closed down uh, 0.3%, down four points at 1514 And the Russell 2000 has really been the most wor- worrisome chart that we see and index that we follow here. It never, after the big sell-off and the, the, the lows of October the 29th, uh, markets rallied. The ra- uh, Na- Russell 2000 was the one that really did not. Everything else got back above its 200-day moving average. Of course, we follow the 200-day very closely here as trend followers. Basically, a 200-day moving average tells us, in, in simplistic terms, whether or not we're in a, a market that's uptrending, or a market that's downtrending. And the Russell 2000 never approached its 200-day. It now serves as resistance. That's a problem uh, for small caps, uh, which could be a problem for the U.S. economy. could indicate slowing a bit of a slowing U.S. economy because the Russell 2000 is something like 75% made up of all U.S. Uh, uh, consumption, where the revenues come from for these small cap companies, as opposed to uh, the NASDAQ, are really the more the Dow Jones or S&P 500, which do have a lot more international revenue as part of their uh, their balance sheet. So we want to see the Russell 2000 do better. The concern there, short term, is that tomorrow, unless pretty much a miracle happens, tomorrow we'll experience what's called a death cross in the Russell 2000. And, and uh, well, whoever named that did a pretty good job of naming it. That sounds like the world's about to come to an end or that the Great Depression crash is going to happen tomorrow. What it really means is that, and it's not quite that bad, but it is a bearish sign. And what it means is that a death cross is when the 50-day moving average crosses over the 200-day moving average going down. Call it a death cross. Typically, bad things tend to happen when a death cross is experienced. We've seen it here countless times. So we are watching it closely. It's not a death knell for the markets. But it is a worrisome sign that will need to be corrected fairly soon. Uh, Actually, over the last 10 years, death crosses have not been uh, all that negative for the markets. It's a limited window of just 10 years, but actually we've seen market gains uh, off of death crosses. So I know it's it's a bit confusing. It's a mixed picture. We are watching it closely here. We tend to be quite positive and constructive on these markets Uh, today, for example, Again, even with the Dow Jones minus 100 points today, uh, the internals, which we follow very closely here, our VRA market internals, were, uh, were mixed to positive. Uh, we actually saw um, 
uh, advanced decline was only slightly negative, just uh, just uh, slightly more stocks uh, uh, going down than, than up. Um, up down volume was slightly positive. More stocks uh, had green ticks were finished higher on the day than finished lower, and uh, that's a positive. Uh, but the the negative, and this is what we started noticing really probably about a month and a half ago now, were new highs to new lows. That's fi- new 52-week highs to new 52-week lows. And starting about a month and a half ago, those began to get uh, uh, negative. And that, that really was our first warning sign that, that something's happening underlying the market that, uh, that could be a problem. And, and sure enough, here comes our, our 10% correction. Uh, but still... Yesterday's readings for the internals were just awful, just just horrendous. So with the Dow down 100 points today, to see the internals uh, uh, be mixed, have a mixed picture today, uh, with, that's a positive divergence, and there's just no other way to look at it. It's a good, it's a good sign. We're also seeing, and again, this is something we follow very closely here, is we're also seeing uh, a recovery, if you will, like we had at the February lows of this year, confirmed with the April lows of this year, where we're, our volume analysis work tells us that on the on, on, on sell-side days where the market drops, that sell-side volumes are declining. Uh, we saw this again. We saw this exact event take place at the February lows, confirmed in the April lows, and that is that even on days where the market drops, the, the volume, the sell-side volume is declining. That means That means fewer and fewer people are selling and that typically means that the selling pressure is in the process of drying up. That's a clear positive. It helps us to, to mark the lows of both February and March of this year. Actually, it's something my mentors taught me to follow three decades ago. Not many people really follow it closely anymore. We still do. It's most important to follow it on times like this, when you have big corrections. And then you want to see what's the next move going to be. Are we going to have additional selling pressure? Or are we going to have a rebound? That's typically noted by a decline in selling pressure, sell-side volume pressure. And that's what we're seeing here. Uh, we believe that's going to continue. Overnight, we learned that uh, China and the U.S. Uh, have restarted trade talks at, at a very high level. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin actually is involved now with his Chinese counterpart. That's a clear positive sign. Uh, China's markets were up big overnight. FXI, which is the uh, probably the most closely followed uh, China ETF, uh, FXI today was up two uh, percent, or I should say, it was up overnight. Uh, FXI closed up today two percent, and uh, we'll see if we get some follow through tonight. China certainly do it; they uh, do a, 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 at least some kind of a rally. Their markets have been battered. Also today, uh, speaking of battered markets, oil closed down a big six percent today. Uh, concerns of uh, really back to the old concerns, back of the uh, of a year or two ago when we were concerned about supply and demand. Well, we believe this is a short-term sell-off. Oil is extremely oversold now. Oil is, is, is oversold now as it's been in the last three years. We remain constructive on oil. We were, we were bearish on oil when it was over 100. Uh, when it dropped to 26, uh, we actually turned bullish when it rose back to 32. We've remained bullish since then, and uh, we are now as well with oil in the mid-50s. Uh, long-term, we believe it's a, it's a very good-looking story, and uh, we're looking, we, we, have, we have a number of buying opportunities we're looking at right now in the energy space, one in particular we're most excited about. One more note, 
for you uh, technicians out there, uh, take a look at the uh, pattern, chart pattern of the uh, S&P 500. Uh, probably gives us our best example of what uh, is called a rev- uh, an inverse head and shoulders pattern. And uh, we see clearly the two shoulders. Uh, we see the head. If you're a technician, you probably already know what I'm talking about. But the key to this is that should this right shoulder hold uh, that's forming right now, it's a very bull- inverse uh, head and shoulders patterns are viewed by technicians as being highly bullish for either an individual stock or for, for an index. And it looks to be forming now. We also see in that same chart, again, the selling pressure is dropping off the face of the earth. The, the selling pressure is declining sharply. Again, we view that as a, as a real positive. Um, the other reasons we remain positive, if you've been listening here, been joining us, you know that uh, we've been positive all year. Uh, seasonality uh, is a big reason that we're positive now. Uh, 90, over 90% of all the stock market's gains, going back something like 80 years or more, over 90% of all stock market gains in the United States come from mid-October through May. You've probably heard of the old saying, sell in May and go away. Well, you want to buy uh, in mid-October, and then you want to be very long to capture, again, historically, more than 90% of all market gains. So uh, that's a positive here. And uh, we've also been talking about the midterm election year cycle posit- uh, positively. And uh, the, the reason there is just patterns. And repeating patterns can be an investor's best friend. Since 1946, post-midterm election, the markets are higher 18 out of 18 times with a median gain of, uh, of 15%. So history's on our side there. Seasonality, pattern recognition uh, tells us that uh, this market is in the process of most likely bottoming and that the next move will be higher. That's what we continue to believe is going to be the case. Uh, finally, of our, on our VRA investing system right now, 9.5 out of 12 screens are bullish. 9.5 out of 12 screens are bullish. We continue to believe that buying the dip is the only strategy that makes sense. We continue to be bullish, and uh, we believe that right now individual stock selection and sector selection is really the key. This is what we write about daily uh, for our clients. At, uh, feel free to join us. Check out our site at VRAinsider.com. Again, that's VRAinsider.com. You can also sign up there to be notified of our uh, daily blog updates right there. So, folks, uh, that's it for today. Again, my name is Kip Herridge. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back here tomorrow with you directly after the close. Have a great night.